Hello, and welcome to the Study, Apply, Thrive podcast. I am Yavita Cash, your host. I am the co-pastor and first lady at Flow Church and the director of women's ministry, and it is my privilege to bring this podcast to you. We call the podcast Study, Apply, Thrive because we know that when we study and apply the word that we can thrive in any area of life. If you can see it in the word, you can have it. If you can see it in the word, you can become it. So grab your Bible, a note taker, a wonderful cup of tea, a journal, and a beautiful pen, and let's get into the Word of God. The way this podcast is designed is for us to only study one or two verses every week because I don't want to just give you something to make you feel good or to get you excited for a moment, but I want you to literally study this verse. This is a wonderful Bible study tool for you and every woman in your life. So after you listen to this episode, go ahead and share it. Let's get into the Word of God. Hello, brilliant women. I hope you are doing absolutely fantastic. We are still in the month of January 2024, and we are preparing for our annual vision and prayer board workshop that will be this January 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're listening to this podcast episode after that time has passed, you can go back and see uh, the workshop in our Flow Church app, and you can still benefit from all of the wonderful information that we're going to share there. So today is our last and final pre-workshop homework assignment, and I hope that you've been enjoying them. We started out with writing a bio that you would want to be read about you on December 31st of this year that would highlight all of the wonderful things that you and God have accomplished, but not just the outer things, but the inner things, such as you have managed, you have mastered time management, you've incorporated health and wellness, you have good sleep patterns, you're eating well, you're forgiven forgiving often and quickly and all of those wonderful things you want others to be able to say about you but more importantly you want the only audience that matters our heavenly father to be able to nod and say I'm so proud of you and then our second assignment was for you to do an enough list and what that basically is is you looking at your bio and sincerely counting the cost of what it will require of you to accomplish those things and asking yourself, do I have enough? And if you don't have enough, we understand that God is the God of more than enough and he can provide it. But what you have to be sure you have is the drive and the discipline that it takes to believe God for it. And so if you don't, that's okay because we want you to be set up for success, not for failure. If you needed to adjust that bio to measure where you are right now because we wanna do everything in season, then it's okay to do that. So there's an anointing to adjust and there's an anointing to believe God for more. And it's your responsibility as a mature woman of faith to decide what season you're in and what you need to do. So this week's assignment is, I think, the most important part of our pre-assignments. And we've been talking about a vision and prayer board workshop. And so today we're going to talk about the prayer part. And our verse for this week is from Psalms chapter uh, chapter. 63. And we're going to look at two verses, verses one and two. But I want to begin by talking about Genesis. I know I'm giving a lot of scripture today, but we're only going to use the Psalms as our study apply thrive verse. But I have to start with 
Genesis to give us all the same, give get us all at the same place. It is important for us to have vision for our lives. And we know the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain so that everybody who sees it can run and know what they're going to do and that people perish because of lack of vision. And when you look at the book of Genesis in chapter two, God spends a lot of time with Adam, giving him vision for what they're going to accomplish together. He gives him a description, a very clear description of his authority over the animals. He says, whatever you call them, that's what they're going to be. Whatever you name it, that's what it's going to be. He gives him a clear outline of boundaries that this is the Garden of Eden. And it goes from this river to that river. It goes from that, it stretches that far east and that far west and that far north, north and that far south. And that lets us know that God expected us to be people with boundaries, that even though he's given us all authority and all dominion, that our specific area of dominion and our specific area of authority in life has boundaries that we're not called to rule over everybody and everybody's children and everybody else's husband. Everybody's not supposed to have our opinion. And we have boundaries with what God has empowered us to do. And when you try to use the anointing that God has given you outside of the boundaries that he has assigned to you, you get out of order and things get really, really messy. He speaks to Adam about himself. He tells him that you're another speaking spirit. He tells Adam that he's made in the image of God. He tells Adam that he has wisdom. He gives Adam his voice. He gives Adam his heart. He breathes into Adam the breath of life. So he has the very essence of God of, on the inside. They spend a lot of time, a whole lot of time going over vision. But then in chapter three, we see something very interesting that happens. God has spent so much time investing in Adam, <clears throat> excuse me, helping Adam to have a very clear definition of who he is and what he is assigned to do. And then at the beginning of chapter three, Adam and Eve have one conversation with the wrong person and it completely derails all of the vision that God has put on the inside of them. And let's see like that for a moment. You can spend a lot of time with God. You can spend a lot of time getting clarity from God. You can have your enough list. You can have your bio written. You can already have all the pictures from the beautiful magazines that represent everything that you and God are going to do. You can have your scripture cards ready to put on that board. But the wrong conversation with the wrong person at the wrong time can completely get you off of what God said you were going to do. So in Genesis chapter three, verse eight, we see that because they had had the wrong conversation with the wrong person, that when God comes in the garden to walk with them and to fellowship with them and to have a conversation with them or to pray with them, and we're talking about prayer today, that they begin to hide themselves because they were working on a plan that God hadn't given them. They were working on putting together fig leaves to give themselves covering, to clothe themselves, something that God never told them to do. It was not on the vision board. It was not on the fellowship board. It was not on the prayer board, but something outside of their relationship with God prompted them to do something. So then when God showed up, when his voice should have been a place of purity, his voice should have been a place of comfort. His voice should have been a sound of encouragement. His voice caused them to hide because they were working on a plan, working on a project that God never told them to do. 
And so as you are preparing to do your vision boards, preparing to do your prayer boards, I want you to be absolutely clear and absolutely sure that everything that you're setting out to do this year is something that God has told you to do that he's spoken it to you in a dream and a vision, that you heard it through the word when it was ministered at Flow Church on one Sunday or one Thursday or one uh, fellowship or that God gave it to you, you know, years ago, he put this in your heart, that you didn't just grab something off of social media or grab something off the trend board of society or grab something from the news or grab something from a sister or brother that you truly admire and you truly want to be like them, but you can't adopt their assignment as your assignment. Because if you do that, when God shows up to speak to you, instead of it being a place of peace and a posture of peace and a posture of encouragement, you may find yourself being nervous about going to God because you're working on something that you know he never told you to do. And that's exactly what happened with Adam and Eve. And so again, one conversation with the wrong person. So how do you combat that passivity? Because I'm always going to have an opportunity to have a conversation with the wrong person. I want you to be sure that you not only for this prayer board process, but that you develop a lifestyle of prayer, that you begin and end every day in prayer. And I don't want you because listen, we're brilliant women. We are full of the light of Christ and the wisdom of God. And God has anointed us for such a time as this to accomplish some things that are going to make our families better and our communities better and the place of fellowship that our our faith family, our church family better. God wants to use us to do some things. He wants to make industry better. He wants whatever career he's called you to. He wants to use you as a content expert to push the needle in the right direction. He wants to use you. But what's going to set us apart from other people it's going to be more than our education and more than our experience. It's going to be the time that we spend with God. You will be able to accomplish so much more in your life with clarity, with boldness, with confidence, with assurity, when you are absolutely sure that you heard from God and you know that you have the whole force of heaven behind you, you have the whole army of angels behind you, you have all of the resources of heaven behind you because you've taken the time first to check in with God to be sure that is what he wants you to do. And then on top of that, you have already petitioned him before anything shows up, you've already petitioned God to protect your work. God, protect my foundation, protect the walls I'm building, protect my the material, protect my resources, protect all of these things. And then God flourish it. God grow it. God increase it. God expand it. And the way that you're going to do that is through your prayer life. And so let me read and then I'll tell you what I want you to do. So here in Psalm 63, and I am reading from the King James Bible today. I change translations all the time because we're Bible students here and we want to be sure that we're using different translations to get different perspectives or understanding of what God is saying in his word. It says, Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen in the sanctuary. So here the psalmist has given us a great insight to something. He says, God, early will I seek thee. And so here early in the year, 
before you really get into the flow of doing all the things that God has called you to do, I want you to establish a habit now in January that you seek God early every single day. And that early has two definitions. It can be ambiguous. We're going to deal with both sides. Early meaning that you have a lifestyle of getting up every morning and adding time with God to your daily morning routine. You get up, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you do something with your hair, you put on some clothes, you moisturize your skin, you have a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, some breakfast, you say hello to your husband, you wake your children up. That's a part of your morning routine. I want you to back that routine up. And one of the first things that you do in the morning is I want you to establish a lifestyle standard, not even a habit, because habits come and habits go, but a lifestyle standard that you spend time with God every single morning. Because the psalmist says, early will I see thee. I want you to start with five minutes, then I want you to grow and expand to 15 or 20 minutes every single morning, 15 minutes every single morning, and it is going to make an exceptional difference in your life. And you're not spending that time just telling God everything that you need. Sometimes you're going to sit for 15 minutes and allow God to speak to you. Sometimes you're going to read the word for 15 minutes. Sometimes you're going to worship. Sometimes you're going to journal. Sometimes you're going to talk. Sometimes you're going to listen. But early will I seek thee. And then another way that you can translate that is early, not necessarily being early in the day as far as in the morning, but early meaning much ahead of time before I need it. So the Breathe Conference is in it's in um October, I'll say January. It's in October, which is 10 months away. But we're already praying about the Breathe Conference now. We've already sent out the Save the Date now because we're seeking God early. God, early will I seek you much before the deadline, way ahead of time, before anything goes right, before anything goes wrong. God, we're going to seek you. God, we're praying about the attendees right now. We're praying for favor with the venue right now. We're praying for all of the seats to be filled. We're praying for the guest speakers. We're praying for the guest psalmist. We're praying for every single woman who comes to the Breathe Conference to be touched by the power of God and for her life to be changed. Now, again, this event isn't happening until October, but we're praying right now. You might not be getting married for another year, but you're praying right now. You haven't even gotten pregnant with the baby yet, but you're praying right now. You haven't even filed the paperwork for your business, but you're praying right now. So you're praying early in the morning and then you're praying ahead of time. And then jump down to verse number six. It says, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou has been my help, therefore I will Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings, I will rejoice. So now we see the psalmist praying at night. So in the morning, he's getting up praying. He's praying way ahead of time. But then every single night, he is going to bed meditating on God because he knows that God is his help. And so I want you to develop the lifestyle standard, again, standard, not habit, of meditating on God's goodness and specifically meditating on the fact that God is your help as a part of your nighttime routine. So you've done dishes, you've taken care of dinner, you've packed lunches for tomorrow, you've put on your silk bonnet or your silk head wrap or your satin pillowcase or whatever you do, you have put some lotion on your heels and your elbows and your knees, you know, all the stuff we do at night before we go to bed. We've done all that. Now I need for you to add to that. I'm going to meditate on the fact that God is my help and everything on this vision board, everything on this prayer board, everything in this bio, 
everything on this. Count the cost, enough list, everything that God is calling me to do. I cannot do it by myself. I will not do it by myself. God is my help and he is a ever present help. He is already lined up everything I need. That's your meditation every single night. Now you can add to that meditation with some other things that you may be believing God for, but that needs to be your foundation that God is my help. So your assignment for now, from now until the actual vision board party, and then I want you to do it for the rest of the year, is for you to set an alarm on your electronic device. And all of you have these smartphones, you have iPads, you have tablets, you have computers, you have everything that you need to be successful. I want you to literally set an alarm for you to have time to pray in the morning and time to meditate in the evening. I want you to set an alarm. I started setting an alarm on my phone at 3.45 p.m. And if you've ever been with me at 3.45 p.m., you hear an alarm go off for my daughter and I to pray. And now when that alarm goes off, she's she's 13 and she's excited about praying. If the alarm doesn't go off for some reason, she'll say, what happened to our alarm? What time is it? We didn't pray this afternoon because I needed to develop in her that you pray throughout the day. And I wanted her to see that I didn't make time for us to pray. I set a time for us to pray. And so now she understands as a very young believer that you have to set a time for you and God to spend time together. So I want you to set a time for you and God to spend together every morning and every evening. And for this week, from now until the vision board workshop, what you're specifically praying about is clarity for your year. God, what do you want me to accomplish this year? Did I get it right with this bio? Did I get it right with this not enough, with with this enough list? God, did I miss anything? Did I not give myself enough room to grow? Did I give myself too much room to grow? God, correct me. God, instruct me. God, celebrate me. God, show me what I need to do. And God, let me see so clearly that you are my help. This week, you're just praying about the vision board because you want to be sure when you put it together, you and your girlfriends, that you know with all assurity that come December, All this stuff is going to be a testimony. Right now, it's a confession, but by the end of the year, it's going to be a testimony. So I invite you a minimum of five minutes in the morning and a minimum of five minutes in the evening for you to spend time in prayer every single day. And I know that sounds strange. But Pastor V, did that and everybody pray every day? Everybody doesn't pray every day. And I'm not talking about a generic prayer. God is great. God is good. And we thank him for him. If you know, I'm talking about a heartfelt, specific prayer, specifically about what you have on your vision board. I want you to pray. And I want you to set your heart that by February or March, you're going to be expanding that five minutes to 15 minutes every morning that you refuse. You will prefer to be late for your appointment than to not have that time with God. You will prefer to miss your favorite show at night than to not have that time with God. So you know what to do. We're going to study and apply. You have two verses this week. They're both in Psalms uh, 63, verse 1 and verse 6. You're going to study those verses, which means you're going to read them. You're going to write them. You're going to memorize them and you're going to meditate them. And then you're going to apply them by adjusting yourself to them and then sharing them with someone else. And when you study and apply the word of God, you will thrive in every single area of your life. So I'm so excited to hear the testimonies of what God is going to say to you, how God is going to speak to you just by you simply setting aside time 
every single day to pray specifically about your vision board in the morning and then to meditate on God being your help in the evening. So let us know, send us your testimonies and let us know how God is moving in your life. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I'm looking forward to your testimonies. I'm looking forward to the uh, vision board workshop next week. It's going to be so good. And I know that when you study and apply these particular scriptures, your life is going to be changed forever. Your time spent with God will never be wasted. It will always be an asset and a blessing to you and everybody you're connected to. I will see you this Sunday at Flow Church at 8 a.m., 10 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. at live.flow-church.tv. Have a wonderful day. I love you and I will talk to you very soon.